Hey everybody, Susan Michonne here, the Techie Mentor. Just a big thank you for listening to this podcast, the Virtual Assistant Tips, Tricks, and Advice channel, where I share all things Virtual Assistant every week with no fluff, just the stuff that gets results. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's episode. Today's topic is the top five mistakes to avoid when starting your VA business. And this can also be... Um, helpful if you're trying to grow your business as well. So maybe you have an existing business that you're trying to grow. And these top five are really the ones that I've kind of accumulated over time. Um, These are very common questions that are asked as well. And, you know, there's just a vast amount of information out there on the web about um, VAs and VA businesses. And so you want to do your due diligence, but I thought it would just be easy if I could give you a very short list of the things that you want to really look out for. And so let's start with, and these are in no particular order, um, cold pitching or cold calling. And what I mean by this is where you reach out to people that you don't know and you pitch your services. Or if you have products, maybe you're pitching your products. And I know from personal experience that I don't like to be cold pitched to. And the reason that it doesn't work really well in this industry is because it's relationship based. You are working one-on-one with clients and you need to build a relationship before you want to pitch your goods or services. So cold pitching can be calling, cold pitching can be emailing, cold pitching can be via social media and direct messages. So there's many different ways to do this. And I have found that it's not an effective way to get clients. You're much better served by investing your time and energy in learning marketing because that's what all businesses use to be successful. And in our case, since we're virtual, digital marketing. Digital marketing is something that you want to embrace. So you may get lucky and you may get a client or you may get a bite when you do cold pitching, but for most people, It's not something that they enjoy or something that they want. I know when I get cold pitched to, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind and say, no, thank you. Others (laughs) aren't that way. I just don't like to be cold pitched to. And so you ask yourself, do you like to be cold pitched to? Do you like people to just reach out to you from the blue and try to sell you something? And everybody has a different answer. But the reason it doesn't work well in this industry is it's relationship based. You need to start creating a relationship with clients and by just trying to sell them something off the bat isn't the way to do it. So the second thing that has to do with getting clients is relying on VA groups to find people looking for help. So if your only method of getting clients is joining VA groups and waiting for those help wanted posts, it's not a good strategy and it's not one that's going to keep you in business for very long. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule. But think about this. If you join a VA group, like I have a VA group, I have two of them. I have one on LinkedIn and I have one in Facebook. And, you know, it's got about 18,000 people in the Facebook one. And think about if there's a thousand people that are doing the same thing that you're doing, the same strategy that you're using is waiting for a help wanted post. When that post comes, because they're not every day, all of those people are going to respond in kind, including yourself. How are you ever going to get recognized? How are you ever going to get noticed? How are you ever going to get them on the phone? So I'm not saying you can't get clients that way, but it should not be your only method. Just realize that it's part of what I call the feeding frenzy because everybody else is there for the same reason. 
okay? Same thing as I said when it came to cold pitching is this is relationship based. Yes, they may need your help and they may do a help wanted post, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're still a good fit for you because not everybody is your client. The better thing to do is invest your time and energy in learning digital marketing because that's what all successful businesses use to sell and market their business. Okay, so cold pitching and using VA groups as your only source of getting clients, things you want to avoid. Having only one client is another thing you want to avoid. Now, this wasn't something that was really obvious to me when I started my business. I didn't realize that um, you really only want, you know, one client is great, but you really want to diversify, if you will. And here in the U.S., there's some stickiness if you are working for just one client. You know, you can get in trouble with the IRS and the person that is, you know, who's hired you but not paying you as an employee, but treating you as an employee, can also get in trouble. And by having just one client and you're working, you know, 30 or 40 hours for that one client, you've got all your eggs in one basket. What happens if they leave? You want to make sure that you have multiple clients because those are multiple ways to make money. You want to have multiple revenue streams, if you will. So having only one client really limits you as far as growth, as far as, you know, being able to earn more money also be able to do different types of things. So you want to have more than one client. You want to be working for multiple clients, doing multiple different things and working for multiple, maybe different rates and maybe who knows, uh, different hours. So you do want to have more than only one client. So that's the t- that's three so far. So cold pitching, looking for clients in VA groups as your only strategy for getting clients, having just one client, so you have all your eggs in one basket. And here's another, asking what to charge. There is no standard rate in this industry. In fact, there's nothing about this industry that is standard. There's no cookie cutter answers to everything in this industry because it's so diverse. There are so many different skill sets. It's not just admin based. So there's not just one number to assign to a specific type of task or expertise. Not only that, but how much do you need to earn? And that's an answer only you can answer. I don't know, and nobody else is going to know, you know, what is that minimum income that you can bring in every month to keep the lights on? So by asking what to charge, you're asking for people that doesn't have the information that you have at hand to tell you what you should be charging for a specific task. Everybody has different experience and expertise. Realize that rates are based on experience, but also the skill set that you're offering. So instead of asking what to charge, do yourself a favor and figure out what your baseline rate is. So your baseline rate is the minimum rate you can charge and still earn a living. That's the bare minimum. You never want to charge less than that. You want to charge more than that. But you need to know what that baseline number is so you can move up from there. Now, I have a rate calculation sheet that I give for to you for free. I have a YouTube video that takes you through it. So you should be able to figure out. I also have it in a Google sheet if you need that as well. But it will really be an eye-opening exercise. So don't ask what to charge. I mean, sure, if you want some ideas, you can ask. But if you need to know what you need to charge, you need to do the work to figure out what that number is. I know there are a lot of VA coaches and trainers that will be happy to assign you a number. If I'd have followed that advice, I'd have been out of business fairly quickly because 
at the time they were saying, oh, 25 or $35 an hour is what you should be charging just across the board. But my minimum rate was $50 an hour. So I would never have made it if I had followed that advice. So instead of following somebody else's advice, do the work that you need to figure out what your rate is and start there, okay? And then last but not least is not showing up for yourself. Starting a business is hard. Um, regardless of the highlights that you see on social media from people going, oh my God, I've been in business for 30 days and I'm already fully booked out and I'm making $10,000 a month. Yeah, is that true? I'm not saying that they're lying, but they may be embellishing a little bit. So clients don't fall in your lap. And maybe they do occasionally, but not all the time. You have to show up for yourself and you have to do the work. Be proactive. You know, if you join a Facebook group and you're looking for an answer to a commonly asked question, use the search feature in the Facebook group because I bet it's been answered before and it will come up. And then if you need more information, you can certainly post on it and say, I need more than what's here. So showing up for yourself is being proactive, doing the work that you need and realizing that at the end of the day, it's your business, it's your choice. You make the decisions across the board what you offer, how much you charge, who you work with, all of that kind of stuff is your decision because it's your business. Part of that is showing up for yourself day in and day out, even small steps if you're a recovering perfectionist like myself. Look at taking that consistent imperfect action every day to get yourself where you want to go. So those are the top five that I've kind of pulled together from all the ones that I've seen out there. Having only one client, you want to avoid that at all costs. Using VA groups, and what I mean by that is VA groups are full of VAs. They may have an occasional client there, but that's your only method for getting clients. Um, cold pitching, reaching out to somebody you don't know to pitch your goods or services. Asking what to charge because there is no cookie cutter rate. Um, you may be undercharging. Very rarely do people overcharge. And then not showing up for yourself, you know, waiting for things to just fall in your lap. Sometimes that happens, but for the most part, nobody is going to do the work for you. You're going to have to do it yourself. And as they say, you know, don't believe everything you hear and only believe half of what you see, especially when people are trying to get you to buy something from them. A lot of times they're going to sell you the sky and you're not going to get that, right? They're gonna promise you the moon, but you're not gonna get it, okay? So those are my top five. If you have any others, um, I'd love to hear, um, but thank you for listening, and I hope to see you guys next week.